Welcome to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Sue and James have helped thousands to lose weight and make massive improvements in their lives with the Easy Loss Weight Loss Program, both in person and with their range of best-selling apps. So here's your hosts, Sue Peckham and James Holmes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of our Easy Loss Podcast with me, Sue Peckham. And me, James Holmes. And I've got to say, it is really hot in here, isn't it? It is hot. (laughs) We've had to close all the windows and everything. It's going to be a short podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) We need to get the window open. Yeah. No, but all joking apart, we've, um, you know, it's been really beautiful weather, hasn't it? And they say it's going to reach 40 degrees at Wimbledon today. It is, which is why people need the bikini body system. Because then they go out with full confidence. They will. To, They'll uh, all be out on the beach, won't they? I'll put a link to the bikini body. Which is where I should be right notes. now. Not in a bikini. Well, at the beach. Let me just add that. <laughs> at the beach. I think somebody might have been very close to the beach yesterday, weren't they? I don't think Portsmouth classes <laughs> as a beach. Sorry if you're listening from Portsmouth. <laughs> South Sea, lovely. It's not the Bahamas. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> But I, I think, you know, of the two of us, you've had you've been closer to the beach than I have in this lovely weather, haven't you? Well, I'll get a map out later and, <laughs> and, work, and work it out. Okay. What we decided to do, as we didn't have a special guest because no one wants to talk to us not anymore. The, not in this weather. <laughs> this weather, they're all off out enjoying the sunshine. Um, we thought we'd take some questions from our Easy Loss Facebook group, support group. Yeah. Members. And um, Shall I kick as, off with as one? As usual, yeah, they... It's, not, it's not getting any cooler in here. I'll kick off with one. <laughs> Question from uh, Laura. Sue, how how long does it take to generally um, break the diet mentality? Okay, that's a great question. Um, the, th- the thing with the diet mentality is, is it's a habit. It really is a habit that um, if we treat it as a habit, it's going to be that much easier to, to break than if you think of it's something that you can't help. So if it's a habit, you can stop doing it anytime you like. You just need to practice what you're going to put in its place. So you don't think about counting calories. You don't think about uh, how much fat is or salt or sugar is in something. You just ask yourself, do I really want to eat this? We all instinctively know the foods that are good for us. We, we know we don't need to be reading the back of packets and um, of processed foods to know that there's loads of stuff in those foods that aren't really very healthy for us. So what we do is instead of thinking like a dieter, or uh, how many calories are in this, how many points is this, should I eat this, um, you know, is, is this the time of day because some people work on these fasting systems and things like that. We just start creating a new habit of following those four easy loss guidelines. You know, am I physically hungry? Is this really what I want to eat now? Eating it slowly and consciously and stopping when you are no longer hungry. And what that does is that's the conscious bit that breaks the old habit because you're replacing it with a new one. And studies have shown, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, James, and you've probably got some little gem or nugget about this, but it takes 21 to 28 days to create a new habit. You can break an an old habit instantly, particularly if it's going to kill you. Because, you know, if you think about it, if you carry on eating unhealthy food, if you carry on overeating, if you carry on overfueling your body so it causes it to store fat, it's going to cause you to become unwell or it's going to cause you um, to have some serious effects from that. Um, for example, when we go out to Florida to work, yep. we have to drive up to the airport on the left-hand side of the road. That's our habit. We don't have to think about it. We instinctively know to do that, don't we? 
we get on the plane, we get off the other well, side. Well, I do, you don't. <laughs> well, I know the left-hand side, the pavement's on yeah. the left-hand side, so usually... You're not, you're not great over here, to be fair. <laughs> so, going back, we get off the plane in America, we get pick up the hire car. You have to drive on the right-hand side of the road because that's how it is over there. You can't say, oh, I'm sorry, it's my habit, it's too hard. I'll have to drive on the left. Because if you drive on the left, you're going to go on the S17 and you're going to be mulched before you've got very far. So what you do is you put in a bit of extra concentration, or in my case, an enormous amount of concentration. And I really focus L on... L&R on your hands. Absolutely. And I really focus on driving on the right-hand side of the road, even to the point where I don't even put the radio on in the hire car when I pick it up. So I've got to give it my full attention to ensure I stay on the right-hand side of the road. And if I do that and concentrate really hard, then I'm absolutely fine. I don't say, oh, it's really hard, I can't do it. I have to do it because otherwise I'm going to end up dead. So it's exactly the same with any other habit. I hope that makes sense. But it's exactly the same with any other habit you want to break. You don't say it's too hard. You just say, I'm going to replace it with something else. Like I'm going to replace driving on the left-hand side with driving on the right-hand side because that's important when I'm over there. I might have to concentrate on it for two, three weeks every time I'm driving. But after I've been over there two or three weeks, I start to drive almost without thinking <laughs> on the right-hand side of the road. You start to drive badly as opposed to horrendously. <laughs> yeah. But there are odd times when I'll lose concentration a little bit or not think about it and slip back into my old ways. But I immediately pull myself back to concentrating on what I should be doing. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, absolutely. So... Instead of trying to think about breaking the diet mentality, think about creating a new habit of eating mindfully. So it's not about what you don't want, it's about what you do want. There's actually no evidence uh, to say that the it takes 21 days to change a habit. It's kind of one of those urban legends that's kind of sprung okay. up and stuck. Uh, I mean, we made the Sugar Stop Challenge 21 days because people tend to like that sort of figure. There's actually no research to show it does take that. It takes 28 days to, to create a new neural pathway. Okay. Well. Um, but that's more unconsciously rather than consciously. And right. this involves conscious thinking about it. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, Sue says, don't get hung up on the 21 days and all that. You can change your habit instantly when it's worth it. That's what I say to smokers um, and use the driving example. Yep, you can change your habit instantly when it's worth it. So you just find what's going to make it worth it to you and really focus on what you want. Yeah. Uh, well, it's always good to visualise the end result and what you'd really like to see at the end of it. Uh, question. I hope that answers your question. Laura. Yeah, we've run out of time now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's too hot. <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a shorter one, hopefully, uh, before we mount. Question from Sue. Um, I would like to know if my body will naturally reach a weight that is right for me uh, and then I will stop losing. Yes. A bit like the set point, yeah. That's the answer to that one. Yes. Okay, next question. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe I should elaborate on that a little bit more. Um, when James and I created this programme, it was over 10 years ago now, I was a size 18, and over the course of creating the programme, I lost three and a half stone. I still eat in the easy loss way all the time, without even thinking about it. It is just my habit. I haven't lost any more weight, and I haven't put any on. So, you know, we're talking about 10 years now and I think you'll vouch for that that well since you've had your uh face couture treatment 
Um, I don't know, over the moon, I don't know how there? old you are now. But, uh, <laughs> Ooh, 30. 30. So when you were 20, you started it. Yeah. 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 Qu- a question from Sue. How do we know we are getting enough nutrition? Should we be looking at toddler-sized portions as being more what we need quantity-wise? If I eat a whole apple, even not hungry for a bit of protein... Uh, and I'll, sorry, if I eat a whole apple, even not hungry for a bit of protein, and we need food from all our groups, that's not me reading it badly. That's no, how it's written. No, that's how so it's written. I'm, I'm just check to... your grammar. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> not the Sue here. I, I, I think I should I name think and shame her. I think you, sh- you should, but no, we won't. No. Um, Basically, just, just the first part of the question. Yeah. Again, it's getting hung up on a portion size. Yeah. A toddler-sized portion size might be right for you at lunchtime. It might not be right at supper time. The thing to do is to really focus on what your body's telling you it needs. Now, it sounds a bit abstract, but it really is so interesting to find how people are instinctively drawn to healthier foods, instinctively drawn to all the food groups. And when we've talked to Rick about this, yeah. he talks about the food food groups. Have you yeah. had your Nutribullet today? Of course. Yeah. What, what did you have in your... Oh, I was going to say, what did you have in yours? I had blueberries. Those were frozen. Uh, raspberries, blackberries. Those two are fresh. Okay. Kale, spinach, sunflower seeds, nuts. Which nuts did you have? Uh, assortment. Of them okay. from a, a supermarket brand. Okay. And topped it off with some Go Figure. Right. Well, you had it. Now, do you see that's very 50% nutrient green. dense. It's nutrient dense, Absolutely, isn't it? And, yeah. you know, if you're thinking about nutrition, I mean, obviously, I can't imagine anyone putting the whole lot of that on a plate and actually eating it. Um, what I had in mind, I had kale, I had frozen apricots, which I'd bought from a lovely greengrocer when I took my granddaughter out the other day, and they had loads for 50p. So I bought a whole load for 50p and took them home and froze frozen them. Apricots. Frozen apricots. Frozen okay. apricots. So because I like my uh, Nutribullet really cold. So so you froze them? I froze them myself. Okay. Yeah. And I do that as well with a banana, because again, portion size-wise... One whole banana in a Nutribullet is way too much for me. So I put half the banana in on the dough, have it, and then I chop up the rest of it. And I use them kind of like fruit ice cubes for the, my Nutribullet the next day. So, yeah, I had um, kale, frozen apricot, some fresh apple, fresh carrot. I had Go Figure. I have Go Figure every day. Yeah. And I also had... Um, some cherries because we have a cherry at the back, cherry tree at the back of our house. And yesterday was the day to pick the cherries, so I was there with my cherry stoner because, you know, as you know, it doesn't take much to keep me amused. I was well, it does sound like you've cherries. got a huge country garden. No, I, it, I don't even have the cherry tree. Three foot in my out garden. the back door, and you're there. Scrumping. Scrumping, <laughs> yeah. I had them from over next door, but she knows she's fine with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So the one actually yours. Well, they are because they were hanging over my garden. Doesn't doesn't work like that. Because <laughs> this is no sense Well, don't you be complaining because there's some in your fridge. Yeah, I'm going to have those later. Okay. A question from um, B. I've stopped eating chocolate and other sweet things, as well as uh, sugar in my coffee. Hopefully, she's on the sugar stop challenge. However, all I do is crave yogurt now. Vanilla flavored Greek yogurt. I could eat it all day. How do I stop that? Okay, now... I've got it. Don't buy any. Don't buy it. Don't keep it in the house. Okay, what I'm going to say to that is, first of all, absolutely brilliant that you've stopped eating unhealthy foods and that you no longer want them. 
What I'd like you to do is to look at changing the language. Instead of saying, however, all I do is crave yogurt, start saying, I fancy yogurt. Because you take the t- intensity out of it, you know, and to, to and be honest... And I bet honest, she doesn't fancy I, it all day long. All day long. It is being very... Um, it's what we call catastrophic language, isn't it? It's overemphasising everything. And if we tone our language down a little bit, we actually make our problems less just by talking about them in a different way. So if um, you're feeling that you would like to eat Greek vanilla-flavoured Greek yoghurt all day long... Very nice. Ask yourself, is that actually true? Is that all you want to eat all day long? I think this leads, uh, leads us on to talk about the new app coming out. This is the app I am most excited about, the little black dress app that we've created in conjunction with uh, Rick Hay. Um, I think possibly the best session, or maybe the second best session that um, you've ever created is on this app, and that's the Stop Catastrophizing session. Okay, you said that when when we were recording it, because that was the first time you heard it. And the other thing about this app is that you can adjust uh, your voice, the music and sound effects, uh, individually, I people can just imagine that. what you're going to say next. So you can, you can so, actually switch me off completely. I wasn't going to say that. So you don't have to have my music and sound effects. You could just have Sue um, talking about catastrophizing. But I think it is the best session. It will be available individually as well, but as mm-hmm. as the app. And hopefully, Thank you for that. you're welcome. Hopefully, the Android and iPhone versions will come out virtually simultaneously within a few days. That would be wonderful. Um, they're both done. Android can be submitted immediately, which it has been, but I'm waiting for the iPhone version to be sure. approved by Apple. That can take two to three yeah, weeks. Yeah, we would like everyone to get it all together, wouldn't we? Yes, because it does upset people sometimes if yeah. they're not at the same time. Should we have another quick question? Let's have another question, and then I think we need to get a window open. A <laughs> uh, question from Stephen. Good to see some more men in the group. If you're, if you're not feeling hungry, how long should you leave it? Before eating a breakfast. Good question, Stephen. Okay, that's a great question, Stephen. And again, it, it's this getting hung up on needing meals at certain times. Now, when you really tune into your body, it will settle down to a bit of a pattern. So although in the beginning you may not find yourself feeling particularly hungry first thing in the morning and people get a bit upset and a bit concerned because they're not feeling hungry first thing, it really will settle down to a pattern. And when you've really tuned in, you will find that it won't be very long after you've woken up that you do actually start to feel physically hungry because that's the natural way to feel. The reason we don't feel very hungry at the moment is because we've been continuously overeating for such a long, long time. So again, don't get hung up on times of day. Breakfast is the first meal that you have after you've woken up when you feel phys- the first time you feel physically hungry. And as I say, the more you tune in, the more you practice your easy loss guidelines, the easier it'll get. And I don't know about you, James, but I find generally I'm probably up, pop down to the gym, come back from the gym. And within about half an hour of coming back from the gym, I start to notice I feel physically hungry, probably. Yes. I mean, sometimes I'll have a protein shake on the way to to the, the gym, a Sun Warrior one. But yeah, usually within the first hour of or so depends where I go I'll I'll have breakfast yeah but I don't I don't tend to think of meal times as meal times like I don't think of it as breakfast and lunch and no supper and 
dinner or whatever you call it. I, I need to eat now. And if it's nine o'clock in the morning, I need to eat a meal then. I don't necessarily think of it as breakfast. Does that make sense? I yeah. just need, because sometimes I don't always have what people might traditionally think of as breakfast type things. What would you, what do you have? Um, mostly, most days I do have a Nutribullet because that's what I really, really like. But I have had um, things like curry. Curry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've had curry for my breakfast because if that's what I want, that's what I have. And sometimes um, I've had uh, fish, different types of fish yeah. for breakfast. What, you mean kippers or...? Um, I don't tend to really enjoy too much in the way of smoked fish, but I, I have cod and stuff because that's what I really want to have. I don't think, oh, it's breakfast time, I can't have that. If that's what I really want to have, I'm not every day, but occasionally that is what I would like to have, so that's what I have. Great. Well, you've been listening to the weird world of Sue Peckham. <laughs> curry for breakfast. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I bet there are lots of people I'm sure who have curry are. for I'm breakfast, sure but are. for completely different to reasons. To be fair, to I have had I curry on occasion, particularly if it's just fancy and it's leftover. Leftover, yeah. yeah, there you go. So I just want to say one more thing before we open a window. Um, I don't know how many of our members saw, but uh, yesterday we actually got our brand new blog going and it would be really wonderful if certain many people as possible could share the blog for us and also uh, subscribe to our mailing list and then we'll let you know every time we publish a new one and uh, there's a page on our website which is easyloss.co.uk forward slash blog and you can go there and we have written a couple before but seriously into it now um, the blogging things so we'd love as many people as possible to uh, like and share and um, listen to our blog and give us some feedback on them and, and tell us what they think. Great. And if you're still listening and haven't slipped into a coma. <laughs> <get you. laughs> oh, you're so and quick. We're, yeah. Before we melt away, do you want to end the show? I will. I'd just like to say thank you to you all for listening. We will, as usual, put all um, the uh, things that we've been talking about, links to everything on our show notes, and you'll be able to find those at easyloss.co.uk forward slash podcast. And enjoy the sunshine. Great. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Remember to press the subscribe button to get regular podcast updates. And if you've enjoyed this show, remember to share it with your friends. Thanks for listening.